I want to hear you scream. It is time to keep your appointment with the Wicker Man. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. We'll tear your soul apart. Podcast of the Dead. Hello, everyone. This is Podcast of the Dead, the podcast about all things horror-related. I'm Zach Palmer, and I know we've been gone a long time. It's only two weeks. Yeah. And sitting next to me is <laughs> Isaac Wright. <Hello. laughs> and joining us from across the void is Chrissy Beetle. It's all my fault. I had work all the time. Fuck my it's work. It's all fault. It's a piece of shit. <laughs> Basically, what we're saying is shit happens, work yeah. happens, and uh, we're back! Yeah! And we're back with a, with a big old heavy hitter for you. But of course, first we gotta talk about some horror news! Oh, shit. So the first thing we got to talk about is, uh, well, uh, there, uh, let me find my fucking notes here. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I was wondering if you were running up to actually things. I think you were like, wait, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, it, well, I, like, I was clicking and it wasn't clicking correctly. <laughs> uh, anyway, so the first piece of, of news that we're going to talk about, because it is relevant to what we're talking about today, is uh, that uh, the character of Lindsay Wallace is coming to the sequel to 2018's Halloween, Halloween Kills. And she played uh, the girl, or she, she, the Lindsay Wallace was the little girl that uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was babysitting in the first one. Correct. Yes. Yes. Uh, what was the actress's actual name? I'm, I, I can't either Kyle Kylie. or Kylie Richards. Kylie okay. Richards. Kylie, <laughs> Kylie Richards. So. Actress Kylie Richards is reprising her role as Lindsay Wallace in Halloween Kills, sequel to 2018 Halloween. Thank you. There we go. Yeah. Thank you we very much, it. Isaac, for being concise <laughs> and uh, uh, detailed and... Uh, thank you. <laughs> no, but, already good at this. No, but that's, that is interesting, because um, as we'll talk about today, um, we kind of have some feelings about the new Halloween and um, we're going to share them with you in a little bit. But, uh, other than it having a stupid name, I'm excited to see what they're doing as, as the follow-up to the follow-up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I am excited because, I mean, the way that they ended, it was pretty definite. Yeah. So it will be interesting to see how Michael got out of that ending. Yeah, especially if we're still coming off the storyline of him not being supernatural in any way. Because he wasn't no, supernatural in any way in the first one, and definitely in the 2018 one, he wasn't like back from He's hell or some sort of crazy guy. So yeah, how the fuck do you get out of um, not safe room? I don't know what to, right, call, yeah. what to call the thing in the, in the basement. Room. It was it was a trap. It was, <laughs> it, it was Jamie Lee Curtis devising a, a Scooby Doo style trap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of Scooby Doo, uh, <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, uh, uh, the they're making a sequel to uh, Zombie Island, Scooby Doo on Zombie Island, that uh, first uh, animated movie when uh, Scooby Doo started making like a comeback, and they started doing all those comeback movies like with the aliens and the witches and all that sort of stuff. Uh, so they're making a return to the uh, a sequel to the first one called Return to Zombie Island, and I'm really fucking stoked for it because I fucking oh, love Zombie I'm, Island. That's no, to be, I'm so stoked. To be, Zombie uh, Island was my favorite. Sorry. No, to be clear, I just hadn't seen a whole lot of uh, Hanna-Barbera, like, I guess animated stuff, 
So, was this like a product of like the 90s, early 2000s? Yeah, yeah. it was like 98. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, just, I just missed uh, it then. Yeah. It had such good music. Really? It oh, had, shit, yeah, it was man. really good. Terror Time was such a good song. Yeah. Those first few like movies uh, that came out in that series were really good. I really like those. Um, Witch's Ghost was good. Witch's Ghost is so good. I loved Witch's Ghost. Yeah. I'm gay for the Hex Girls. Yeah. We all are. <laughs> yeah. No, that, um, that's the def- best part of that movie for sure. What was the other one? Uh, the, it was the, Witch's Ghost, Zombie Island. The alien one. Um, yeah. It's the alien one, but I can't remember what it's called. Alien Invasion. I think it's I just think. called Alien Invasion, yeah. Uh, but then there was also one in like the mid-2000s called Legend of the Vampire, which was set in Australia, and that was fucking sick. I don't think I, I actually saw that one. I don't think I saw that one, actually. Um, I've missed all of these. <laughs> do you know what yeah. the best one is, though? The one where they meet Kiss. It's not. I had to sit through it with Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> but that was always... He just... suggested we watch it as a joke one time, so <laughs> I took him up on it to torture him. Oh, God. <laughs> and I tortured myself in the process. <laughs> Gross. But that was always a staple of Scooby Doo, right? Was I- I- interacting with like yeah, yeah, with like big uh, media people like the Harlem Globetrotters and Kiss. And- There's a relatively, it's either like a movie or a, an episode where they are they meet a uh, weird owl. Really? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, the whole Scooby Doo the Thirteen Ghosts season, which they never released the final episode of, had been some price in it as like throughout the whole season. Oh, nice, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, anyway, uh, to things that aren't so good. Uh, <laughs> there, so <laughs> we haven't seen it yet. So, so it chapter two comes out September six, which is this Friday. Uh, when this, uh, you'll you'll understand that when this episode comes out, it's going to be this Friday, September six. Uh, and Carl's Junior. <laughs> of all things, of all things, <laughs> has done like this like cross promotional like marketing thing with it chapter two. It like has, they did with Godzilla. Right, they, like they did with Godzilla King of the Monsters, only in Mexico, uh, <laughs> by the way, it was that promotion. Are they uh, partnering with it because they're the most horrifying of all the of all the fast food franchises? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That is an accurate <laughs> assumption of why. I uh, do want to say that, yeah, we're not plugging Carl's Jr. in any way. We just are <laughs> kind of mentioning this because of how ridiculous it is. Um, <laughs> what I'll do is I'll, when I get to Texas... I'll review the It's Cups for, you know, drinkability, because I have asked Stephen to get me all four of them from Carl's Jr. So, so three, and I'll be so, highly upset if he doesn't. So three months after this is relevant, you're going to, yeah. <laughs> you're going to drink the cups live on air and say, yeah, these are, these are fine. Uh, yeah. like, three of these designs, totally drinkable, easy. What? The fourth one, though, it's like a sieve for whatever reason. There's holes all in it. I guess this is the one where the alien teeth to, just bit it. I, I don't know. I guess it's supposed to be a storm drain. I don't know. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Look, I'm not good at being relevant. Okay, really quick, I do want to, okay, if Carl Jr. is doing this, if they're only doing cups, that's bullshit. What other it-themed things could they be doing with food and with merchandise that they're not doing? Let's give them some better ideas. 
Where's my Maturin burger? Made 100% turtle. Oh no! It's so sad. <laughs> they could uh, they could serve a burger with an actual fried red balloon on top. Of <laughs> I was thinking they they would it be fat- better than most of Carl's Jr. food? Exactly. Yes, <laughs> you totally would. I never tried Carl's Jr. Oh god, there, it's, it's I terrible. I've never had it either, actually. I was thinking if they took the French fries and they managed to fold them in some way to where they all look like little paper ships, and so you're eating little fried paper chi- ships instead of fries. I don't know. For whatever reason, that sounds appealing to me. That sounds complicated. <laughs> <laughs> they do it with, with napkins. How, how much different are napkins and potatoes, really? Oh, very. <laughs> They're very different. I napkins and potatoes. They're the same thing. <laughs> they have the same level of absorbability, I think. Like, do they? No, oh, brawny rolled potatoes. <laughs> That's how I clean up all my spills. Oh, potato towels. Uh, Yes. Yes, that is a thing. Uh, Anyway, moving on. Uh, (laughs) uh, So the last big thing we want to talk about this new section is Uzumaki, which you probably heard about already. Uzumaki is getting an animated series, uh, which is being uh, produced by Toonami uh, in conjunction with Production IG USA. Uh, And the trailer came out, I think it was yesterday, which would have been the first um and it was really good uh everybody should check it out if you haven't checked it out yet but i think it's going to be a really good series and of course when we talked about jinji ito uh a while back now uh uzumaki was my favorite story Mm -hmm. of his um and so i'm really excited uh i think it's gonna be really good is this just gonna be released as part of the toonami like animated block i think so just on tv Uh pretty sure okay that's really it seems the idea of Toonami doing it for me seemed weird. I guess Toonami's kind of graduated from what they started as, because I always remember Toonami is primarily doing Shonen stuff, primarily doing, like, Gundam, Dragon Ball, and just kind of middle-of-the-day stuff for, like, you know, after school. You know what I mean? So Uzumaki seems like a different age group. See, but when they, when they migrated to Adult Swim, they changed. Did they really? Yeah, it's oh, okay. more yeah. adult now. They show, like, JoJo yeah. and... Oh, um, okay. Um, I mean, they did... I think Toonami was... Behind Space Dandy. Were they really? Yeah, because that was like, an adult swim production. So it would have been huh. Toonami. Damn, okay, yeah. I guess that makes more sense. Like I said, I, I just remember growing up and it was always just a little robot and he was like introducing, you know, Yu Yu Hakusho is coming on first after, of all, right his, after school. First of all, his name is Tom. It was his name so Tom. So get that I fucking right. <laughs> yeah, no. no. Uh, <laughs> and Toonami uh, is more adult now. Okay. They still have Tom. Swim. They still have Tom, but Tom's different now. It's yeah. a different. It's a different Tom. But I think it's still he's, Steve Blum. I'm pretty sure still Steve Blum still still voices him. Yeah, uh, he's still so. um. He changed, you know. Something <laughs> something changed him. You changed, man. <laughs> you no longer the captain of a spaceship. Now you are a now, horse. Now, now, <laughs> you, now you're like. No, he's not like Space Ghost. Oh, that'd be awesome. Oh, can you imagine? (laughs) Yes. Can you imagine if they just replaced Tom with Space Ghost? Or they just, yeah, they just did a new Space Ghost show? Actually, no. Well, they can't anymore. Yeah, I was about to say, no, never mind. See, Martin Croker died, so they can't. He was like one of the voices. Yeah, he was everything. Yeah. I miss his Anyway. That's an thing. Yes. Anyway. Uzumaki, we think it's going to be good. It will be good. And that's it for news. Uh, we're now on to 
the well, actually, I think the last main slasher of the '80s that we haven't talked it about. It wasn't even the '80s. It was. It wasn't. But I'm saying a lot of the sequels were the '80s. I know yeah, that all, Halloween all wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Sequels. <laughs> the three timelines. Yeah. Oh boy. This three. Or is it four now? I guess, well, I guess we'll uh, talk about that. <laughs> yeah, it's complicated. I'm confused. We'll, we'll get into it. Anyway, <laughs> now for the main thing. Podcast of the Dead. Hey, hey, Zach here. Just a quick reminder to follow us on social media. Uh, that would be at PC of the Dead on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Podcast of the Dead is our Facebook page. And then if you want to email us about either movie suggestions or just to talk, then you can reach us at podcastofthedead at gmail.com. If you want to contribute to the show in a monetary way and want to help us make better content in the future, then you can also go to our Patreon and contribute there. Uh, the easiest tier is just First Blood, which is a dollar a month. And that is patreon.com slash PC of the Dead. Okay, so I just heard some seagulls in the background. Um, (laughs) So uh, this week, of course, we're talking about the last major slasher franchise that we still haven't talked about. And uh, not really intentionally, but we kind of left it to last uh, because it falls in between stuff we've already talked about. And it's kind of like sort of that turning point for slashers where they started to get into the uh, what we now know as a slasher film in the 80s. Uh, and of course, this week we're talking about uh, Halloween, uh, the first one from 1978. That's right. We're doing it in the middle of summer. Yeah. Fuck the trend. What the fuck ever. It's actually near the. <laughs> actually, we're doing it in September, so it's. Yeah. Te- God, that's right. It's fucking September. Yeah, it's technically the end of summer. So. <laughs> I keep thinking it's August still. <laughs> uh, yeah, but anyway, um, so let's talk about. Well, first of all, we're going to say obviously. Uh, there's going to be spoilers uh, for some of the newer Halloween films. Like, we are going to talk a little bit about the 2018 one. Um, so just as as a precursor to this, there is going to be a bit of spoilers in that sense. Um, but otherwise, we're just talking about an old-ass movie that pretty, mu- <laughs> pretty much everybody's seen at this point. If you haven't seen it, I don't know why you're even listening, uh, as, mm-hmm. as usual with these heavy hitters that we talk about. Um, so let's talk about what happens. Um it's uh, one of the few uh, horror movies set in Illinois. Uh, Ooh, <laughs> true. Yeah. Haddonfield, yeah. Illinois. Yeah. yeah. Haddonfield, Illinois. Um, it reminds me of the place that wherever Donnie Darko set. I don't know why. Where is Donnie Darko set? I have set? no idea. It just Somewhere. reminds me. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, Donnie Darko's a We Live in a Society film. It is. <laughs> you are correct. I think this town is actually called Middlesex. So take what you will from that. Sure. That's from <laughs> Middlesex is an area of England. No, I know, but it I'm is. pretty sure that somewhere in America co-opted that, just like yeah. Boston and New York and everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so so the setting here is it's Halloween night on nineteen in 1963. In the town of Haddonville, Illinois, and uh, this uh, six-year-old kid named uh, Michael Myers uh, is home alone with his sister babysitting him, uh, and she goes upstairs with her boyfriend to, uh, you know, fuck, Uh, (laughs) and uh, after they finish, I guess the boyfriend's like in the bathroom or something. Uh, Then you leave. He's just, just, yeah, he leaves. He just, he he just walks off. He just nuts yeah. and goes. Yeah. <laughs> that's the new, uh, that's the new like, uh, uh, convenience store. <laughs> nut, nut and go. go? <laughs> the 
there is a convenience store called Come and Go, though. Uh, yeah, you're right. There is. <laughs> I like Nut and Go more. Nut and Go is better. <laughs> <laughs> the Nut and Fuck Off. <laughs> Nut and uh, leave. The nut and leave. <laughs> but, then, uh, but, yeah, but at the time, Michael's dressed as... <laughs> that just, su- that just sunk in. Oh, yeah, it's a clown. I was just trying to think. I thought it was a princess for like five no, seconds. No, it's a clown. He's <laughs> been the Joker. <laughs> he lives in a society. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway. See the new Joker trailer got movie, or trailer movie out. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. We'll leave that sentence there to dangle in the air. Uh, so after the uh, boyfriend nothing goes, uh, Michael walks up to his sister's room with the mask on and a knife and uh, stabs her to death. Uh, ooh, serious now. Mm-hmm. No more laughing. Yeah. Uh, and she dies. It is, it is really funny, though, because you just... Because the fucking camera, just the way the shot is, it's just absolutely a hilarious death. It's interesting. It yes. is, I will say. Doesn't it, one of the knife hits not even land or something? Yeah, yeah. one of the knife, one of the knife hits, hits And then the camera's just looking at the knife while he's stabbing. Like, I, I, I guess, like, I don't know why you'd be looking at the knife while you're stabbing. Wouldn't you be looking at what you're stabbing at? Anyway. I think I, we talked about that. Yeah. And like I, I, I mentioned at the time that you know pirates have the whole like uh, obsession with their swords and they like to lick their swords and stuff. So I mean, a, a murderer is six. often <laughs> doesn't mean he's not a pirate or he's wasn't a pirate in a previous smart. life. He's a six-year-old. <laughs> he is a professional privateer, and you will treat him as such. <laughs> he's wearing a clown outfit. He's a Anyway, so, uh, of course, uh, he, he comes back downstairs and, and is outside the house waiting for his parents, and they, you know, find him in the state covered in blood, and then he gets sent off to a mental hospital until 1978. The movie, come... the year the movie's made. Oh, yeah. what about that? Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> uh, yes. So, uh, now the story is focusing on a young high school girl, I guess she's 17, uh, Lori Strode, played by the, uh, incomparable Jamie Lee Curtis, as we know, uh, and she is, I get what, so what, like, triggers the events exactly? I guess it's like, she goes up to that house, right? Yeah, they're walking around, and they, I think they're talking about, like, kind of as kids do about urban legends, because it's an abandoned house at this point, and they say, ooh, some scary stuff happened there. Is that right, Chrissy? Oh, wait. Am am I wrong? Annie's dad, isn't it? No. Annie's dad's the cop, isn't it? It's a cop, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of her friends is, like, a real estate agent dad. Oh. But before we get into that, I forgot that uh, before they get into all of this with Lori, uh, Michael escapes the uh, the mental asylum. And, yeah. Uh, we meet. We get to meet. Uh, That's right. Yeah. We get to meet Donald Pleasance's character, who is uh, Doctor. What's his name? Doctor Loomis. Loomis. Right. Doctor Heavy Do- Foreshadowing Man. <laughs> Doctor Sam. <laughs> Doctor Sam Loomis. Um, yeah, and he's basically the doctor that's been overseeing Michael's care all of these years since uh, the incident with his sister happened. And uh, as he's basically driving up to the mental facility to check on him, there's a big breakout. And, of course, Michael's one of the ones that escapes. And he uh, learns to drive a car in, like, ten seconds. Yeah. And I, it's at this point that um, Michael basically holds up inside his old house, which at this point has been abandoned. Right. Um, and yeah, and that's when... I'm pretty sure he what? eats a dog. He eats a dog? Yeah, I think so. I, what? Um, oh, we know. Yeah, 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 yeah I know. He, run, he runs someone off the road, and they find that dead dog carcass. Oh, yeah. right. I, I, I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, There's so much. Okay. 
I'm just gonna mention here, just at the top, just so y'all know where I stand, I don't really have too much of an affinity for this movie, and like, I don't know any of the background about it. And like, a lot of this movie bores me to shit, so you'll, <laughs> you can be forgiven if we forget large chunks of the plot from time to time. <laughs> yeah, I, I am going to basically preface this whole thing with, I am not a huge fan of this movie, and I know that's kind of like horror blasphemy to some people, but it's like, really... It's kind of boring. Yeah. Like even if you even if you like this movie, you have to admit it's yeah, kind of boring. Yeah, right? I, mean, I I like it, but it is boring as fuck. Well. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, there are yeah. moments in it that even though I've watched it loads and loads and loads of times, that I just I just don't. There are yeah. chunks that I just don't. And so and so basically, all you have to say about the rest of the movie is so Michael sees Jamie Lee Curtis's character is like, I'm a haunt her. And then I'm, he I'm walks do around this. really slowly. Yeah, and she sees him yeah. out of the corner of her eyes a lot. That's yeah. most of the like early scares uh -huh. in this. Yeah. And, and then the, the culmination of the movie. Him. Say what? I'm sorry. You have to do it to him because there's that secret. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, so then the culmination is uh, on Halloween night. Lori and her friends are getting together, or no, Lori and her friends aren't getting together. Lori gets to babysit while her friends get to go off and do fun things. And Lori babysits and then, her fucking mate's child that her mate's meant to be babysitting because she because her mate wants some dick. Yeah, so like it, it all culminates in just everyone pushing these children off onto Lori and be like, I want to go fuck, and Lori's like, Okay, fine. <laughs> she like doesn't really care. She's just like. And she even said, she mumbles something to that effect. She's like, I guess I'll be the responsible one again or something at one point. And she's just like, whatever, I'd like to be out having fun too. So it's like, the, they're not like shitting on her, but they don't really have, I don't know what their opinion of her is. It's like, you have no social they, life, watch this they're, child. They're literally like, I want to fuck. And Lori's like, well, I don't fuck. So. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so Michael then systematically starts hunting down everyone who who be fucking, and <laughs> Lori just gets the sense that people are just dropping like flies around her. Oh dear, just... these people aren't picking up their phones. Oh, oh dear. Huh. She's dead oh. too. Yeah. What about that? So, and that's the movie. Like, I don't even it's really not, there's not a whole lot to it, honestly. There's, there's a whole scene, the, the Donald Pleasance's character is hunting down Michael during the, most of the events that happened in the film, and mm. he's partnering with the, with the, the father of, yeah, what's what's the girl's uh, name? Annie Brackett. No, not Annie Brackett, yeah. not Annie Brackett. Is it Annie Brackett? I think so, it could be. I don't remember. <laughs> I, honestly, it, I don't it know is Annie Brackett. and Donald, I don't remember anyone's names. Oh, yeah. I, I remember one of the characters played by PJ it, Souls. It is, it, it's Annie Brackett. Yes. But anyway, but Annie, so, Annie Brackett and her dad, who is Sheriff Lee Brackett. Yeah, yeah. her dad and, and Donald Pleasance's character, Dr. Loomis, are going around hunting Michael because Dr. Loomis is sure as shit convinced that Michael's going to be doing this. And, of course, the cop is the stereotypical bullshit cop. like, that's nonsense. That's Nothing crazy. like that happens here. What are you talking about? <laughs> and then, of course, people start dying. He's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Michael, you know, Michael has somehow learned to drive in like 10 minutes and drives to Hanfield from Smith's Grove, which yeah. I'm pretty sure like was like rumored to be something like three hours away. So magically he just drove there and 
But yeah. really slowly, though. Oh, yeah. You never see him drive quickly. He's always creeping by like a creep. He does everything slowly. He, <laughs> he breathes, breathes slowly. He stabs slowly. He walks slowly. He drives slowly. He does everything slowly. Didn't he also stab one of the guys really slow in the heart? Like, he just kind of slides the knife on in there. Didn't yeah. he do that? Yeah, so he kills yeah. slowly, too. That's what I'm saying. He stabs slowly. Uh, okay, but that's enough synopsis. Yeah, no, I mean, like th- this movie, we... Yeah, we spent too long. Too, too, too long didn't up. read. Too long didn't <laughs> yeah, read. Yeah. Michael, yeah. Michael haunts Jamie Lee Curtis. Shit happens. Eh, People die. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so obviously this is a John Carpenter film, and we've talked about John Carpenter. Uh, the very, very, very first episode we ever did was about The Thing from 1982, which is, of course, his next film after this. Uh, I think. Is there a film? There's probably films in between that. Probably. I can't remember all His next major film after Halloween was The Thing in 1982. Um, But obviously, uh, Halloween isn't his first film. His first film was actually a film called um, Assault on Precinct 13, which uh, is really good, by the way. You should check it out. Assault on Precinct 13 is a really fun film. It's a very minimalistic film, but yet it still has horror elements, even though at its heart it's kind of an action film, but it has a lot of psychological horror premise to it. And it's so much more fun than this movie, even though it's kind of morbid. Mm. I mean, Halloween's morbid, too, but in a different way. Uh, but Assault on Precinct 13 is a really good movie. And then for him to come off the heels of that to do Halloween, we said before, kind of seems like a step back, in a way, just in the way that he... Yeah. The, the movie making, I guess? Well, it's definitely more toned down than Assault on Precinct yeah, 13, true. I would say. It, it's definitely more, more subtle, more deliberate than Assault on Precinct 13, but not in like a... Not in an altogether enjoyable way. Let me yeah. put it that way. Um, it, and we'll talk about, like, kind of, I guess, the influence of this movie on some of the other slashers a little bit later. But I would say that that I, I love John Carpenter's work. Uh, obviously, he does a lot of a lot of great stuff. And I would just say that I feel like this this movie of his gets a little bit more spotlight than it should. Is and how I would put it. We are. We, I think we were going to talk about this later too, because there is a sequel to this. It's unrelated to Halloween, but apparently that's how Halloween was originally meant to be. Is like An Michael Myers was series. supposed to be like a single yeah. member of an anthology series, mm-hmm. and everyone was going to be different. But then it Michael Myers took off for some fucking reason, and yeah. I don't understand. Right. <laughs> and, uh, face, faceless killers or masked killers always seemed to this particular era of film that was a big thing. Yeah, huh. so. look, people, it's you know. Leatherface took off. Freddy took off. Jason took off. Michael took off. But Billy didn't. That's because yeah. he had a face. Well, yeah, he, he didn't have a mask on. But we'll get, we'll get to that. Freddy has a face. We'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll, we'll get to that a little bit later. First, let's talk about uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Because obviously this was uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's uh, f- like breakout role. Yeah, this was like the first big thing she did. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, I- I don't know. I'm not going to say she was, like, fantastic in this. I would say that no, like, particular person in this was, like, a really... It's not a great, like, actor film. <laughs> There's not, like, a lot of great reads in it. I would say Donald Pleasance is probably the best, like, performance in this whole thing. Um, I just generally don't like a lot of the acting in it. Oh, uh, uh, I like Lori's. Um, but at the same time, like, I, I think what Jamie Lee Curtis this started her, her reign is what a lot of people say. She's, like, the top tier of the Scream Queens. Um, and they even mentioned that in Scream. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. make that whole joke about her being a Scream Queen. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah, she has she has a couple good like throat chortling screams in this, so they're very good. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I mean, but for for that to kind of define her career just seems weird because otherwise, I mean, most of her performance is just kind of like, eh. She's very folksy. Like, don't get me wrong. She is super likable. She's the only yeah. likable character. She's she's pretty likable. And uh, she's really good with the kids and stuff like that. And other than that, I don't know. Other than that, like, there's not there's so little to say about a lot of the characters. Yeah, in that, the in that sense, she is like the most likable final girl. Yeah, uh, of the ones that that are in this era of slashers, I would say. I, I, I could I could say that. Okay, yeah. If you want to put her against some of the of the final girls, like there's a lot of reasons why the why um, the character in Black Christmas, I can't remember her name now, but why she's not likable in like overall societal tropes, and then. I don't know. The, the girl from Texas Chainsaw is likable, but she doesn't have too much of a character other than yeah, just screaming. screaming. Yeah, screaming. <laughs> but I mean, I would be too. Yeah. So. Look, Sally yeah. just said. Yeah. And so I guess she has the most character of up to this point, the final girls. Let's put it that way. I think, yes. Yeah. I think some of the characters that came later in Friday and Nightmare are a little more fleshed out. Oh, yeah. I would say Nancy uh, mm-hmm. from, yeah, from uh, Nightmare is probably... The mm. best final girl, in my opinion, because she's like the most, the most developed final mm. girl. Yeah, for sure. Uh, out of all of them, as far as like an actual character is concerned. Mm. Yeah. But the only shitty yeah. thing I will say is that it sucks that kind of yes, it started Jamie Lee Curtis's career, but then she got typecast as this role over and over again. Because I've seen Prom Night. Well, I've seen Prom Night. She did it first. <laughs> yeah, she did it first, but then she started getting other roles like Trading Places, for instance. Yeah, and true. And a fish called Wonder. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's in fish called yeah. Wonder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got yeah. other stuff after this, but, but like starting at, out, at, she got yeah, loads of other starting stuff. Out. Yeah, but starting out, yeah, she was. I mean, was it? Well, she was in Activia commercials, right? She was the one. In now Activia. she is. Yes. Yeah. She's, yeah, yeah <laughs> now she's getting that Activia money. She is she talking is, about probiotics for your GI, and you should listen to her. She's having trouble pooping. So <laughs> we all are. Yeah. Wait, or is that just me? <laughs> yeah. Let's just hope she doesn't poop herself to death. <laughs> That's all you can hope for. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis, if you're listening, please don't poop yourself to death. Uh, <laughs> uh, she's not listening. Uh, anyway. Oh, God, no, she's definitely, definitely not listening. Uh, but, yeah, and we'll talk. We'll come back to her when we're talking about sequels uh, later on the, in the episode. But, yeah, she is also, of course, in the, in the second uh, Halloween. She's in H2O, and she's in the 2018 sequel, um, which we'll... And she's in Resurrection. Oh yeah, that's right. She is in Resurrection. I forgot about that. Um, but yeah, she's she's in a couple of the Halloween sequels. As you know, if you're going to be in the first one, and there's this many sequels in a fucking slasher franchise, you're going to be in a couple of the other ones. I think to a lot of people, she's also synonymous with the film too. I mean, you say in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah you say Halloween, is. and the face that comes to your mind isn't necessarily Michael Myers. It's more than more than likely Laurie. You know what I mean? Because yeah, Michael Myers, whatever. He has no personality. He looks dumb. He's slow. He's a poo-poo face. I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you are a child. Michael Myers. He's a poo-poo face. <laughs> no, but I think I think a lot of people because I mean, you know, you say Halloween H two O. I just think of the cover when she used to have short hair. You know what I mean? Or I, well, she still does sometimes. She still wears her hair short. Right. But I mean, that's the cover, and I just that's the first thing I remember is Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't give a fuck about Michael Myers. Actually, mm-hmm. the first thing I think about is Michael Myers. Well, fuck off. <laughs> when you say, when you talk about non-color characters, everyone yeah, remembers Laurie. So, like, if you if you went up to regular old Mike in the street and went, "Hey, other than Michael Myers, who do you remember from Halloween?" Yeah, it's gonna be Laurie. Also, I'd tell Mike to get away from me, and I'm calling the police. 
Yeah. I don't know why. That's just this is my that's my gut reaction. You went up to him. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. So Jamie Lee Curtis, of course, got big start here. Uh, also, really important character in this, uh, Donald Pleasance as uh, Sam Loomis, Doctor Sam Loomis. Mm. Uh, mm. Donald Pleasance uh, probably did it for the money. I would imagine. I don't know. You can definitely tell he is the most classically skilled actor in the whole film. Yeah, yeah. Um, And he's also a John Carpenter favorite. He's in Prince of Darkness as well. Oh, that's right. As the crazy priest. Uh, (laughs) Juice! Man, I love that movie. That movie's great. Yeah. (laughs) But um, but yeah, no, his role is really fun. Although he does do the overly deep thing of always saying things really slow and looking off into the distance. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's because he's a brick. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, real, he's real fake deep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, he's always like, if you say things slowly and quietly enough in the distance, then people will think you're deep. Uh, actually, wasn't the actor that played the, the sheriff, wasn't he the cop in Black Christmas too? What were we saying that? No. No, that's... Uh, you're thinking of, I'm, the, I'm thinking dad. Of, you're thinking of the dad from Nightmare on Elm Street. I am, you're right. Never yeah, mind. you're thinking of... It's John yeah. Saxon. John Saxon was in both of those movies, but not in this. I would have preferred it if you were in this. I kind of would have preferred it if he was in this, too. Imagine <laughs> okay. John Saxon in this. Oh, my okay. God. He would be so dead. <laughs> Off the rails. Donald Pleasance is awesome. <laughs> yeah, but what, what is it about these fucking slasher films and fucking dad cops? What is... What is it with that? The father figure. I Just guess. Just like rebellion against the father figure or the ineptness of the father figure or like learning that the father doesn't know everything. All cops are bastards and that includes your dad, okay? <laughs> <laughs> For whatever reason, I just see that on just some sort of terrible, terrible shirt. In yeah. some terrible, terrible font. <laughs> Big T-shirt that says "All Cops." And that includes your dad. Yeah, and that includes your dad. <laughs> on the back, it says yeah. that includes your dad. All, on the front, it says "All Cops yeah. and Bastards." On the back, it says that includes your dad. And then the person wearing it immediately gets arrested for wearing it. In the oh my god! Yeah, yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then beat to death. Oh. Uh, anyway, yeah, Donald Pleasance. Uh, like I said, he's probably my favorite performance in this. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. It's like, like I said, there's not a whole lot of performances in this that I really enjoy. Um, but I would say as a character, especially since he comes back in the second one, uh, I feel like it's, he's just like the strongest uh, as far as like uh, the foreboding mm-hmm. like old man who's just like trying to warn everybody type character that you see in a lot of slasher films from this era. And the only other characters you have, you have the other the other high school kids, which, yeah, they're all one dimensional as fuck and just kind of there. They're there for as fodder and for comedic relief. Yeah, because like that one girl gets caught in the in the not, window. It, she gets caught in the window. That's yeah. fucking funny. But they're <laughs> but they're not as funny as like characters in some of these other slasher True. films. Like I would say the the like the kids in Black Christmas are funnier. Oh, I would say yeah. the kids in Friday the Thirteenth are funnier. Like these aren't as funny. They're just kind of like they're hardly even characters, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you it know? is very true. Which is interesting. Where you said that. So this is basically the third big slasher to come out. Yeah. yeah, Black Christmas and Texas Chainsaw, and then this. That's where right. kind of this part of the horror genre has gotten to by this point. Right. So it's a weird way for it to go. Kind of again, not not only from John Carpenter's first film, but for horror or slasher horror in general, kind of took a step back. It's in interesting a way. for it to go more understated. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, you're you're right. It is a strange direction for it to go to go more subtle. From it's it's more understated compared to like Black Christmas and and Texas way Chainsaw more than Massacre. Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, way more than Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre. I think it's an interesting choice, though. I mean, I, I will to its credit, I'll say that that probably was the smarter choice because mm. it, because when we were when we were watching this movie together, me and Isaac, uh, one of the things that we noticed is that it approaches 
slashers in a much more like classical film type sense like it yeah. feels like more of like a like an older type movie like a 50s and 60s type movie in the sense that there's a lot of uh there's a lot of intentional cinematography in it there's a lot of like the way you would kind of hang on certain shots and stuff in in the way that it's sh- it's shot and the way it's presented feels very much like a more of a classical film than a lot of slashers are later on. You know what I mean? And or I think, even a lot of films in the 70s, late 70s. You know what I mean? They're yeah. like, like, as we see with Texas Chainsaw, they're getting more ostentatious and crazy and weird. Right. And the direction is getting a little more... I don't know what the best word for it is, but a little more modern. Yeah, a little yeah. more hyperactive, a little more modern. Whereas, yeah, Halloween does take its time. It focuses on slow pans focuses on lighting lighting is probably yes. one of the biggest things oh yeah lighting is, yeah. Thing is probably yeah. prevalent in halloween because in little things i don't know just camera angles of her looking out the the school room and mm. just seeing him and then not seeing him right and then and it's much more like a return to form mm-hmm. uh, as far as like classical direction is concerned i think yeah. And yeah i think that was kind of the intention was that let's let's make more of like a classic type horror movie again yeah. I can uh, see that. And, and, and to its credit, I think that it works for this type of film. I just find it kind of boring. You know? <laughs> um, but it, but yeah, let, we, let's talk about like kind of because we've talked about all of the films surrounding this film as far as slashers are concerned. Quick question. Mm. Is Michael Myers more of a universal monster than he is an actual slasher villain? No. <laughs> I don't know. He just kind of lumbers around. <laughs> yeah, but... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he is a slasher villain. I would say he's kind of a healthy mixture of both. He is yeah. kind of a slasher villain, but he is kind of like a universal monster in that okay. sense. He, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, you know, Creature from the Black Lagoon just kind of... He doesn't lumber. He's pretty quick. He fish stomps. That's all he does. <laughs> he just fish stomps. <laughs> leave, leave good old Creature alone. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so so like we've talked about before, we, we've done all of the movies surrounding... Halloween. So we've done. We did uh, Black Christmas and, and Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and those were obviously very important films to like the beginnings of of slasher films as we know them. Mm. And then we talked about Friday the Thirteenth as uh, you know, it's kind of the evolution into like the more modern type of slasher that we know of. And this is like kind of a stopgap in a way, but it's kind of like an important like station for the slasher train to stop at. Let's say because mm-hmm. it it the I would say the more quiet, more more deliberate masked slasher villain is what this introduced. Yeah. Because the because Billy didn't have a mask. Um Leatherface had a mask, but he was like really fucking insane and had a really loud weapon and was yeah, not he subtle wasn't at all. Quiet. There was no stealth <laughs> there. Michael Myers was stealthy. He had a mask on, he never said a word, he just breathed heavy. And that's all you really needed to know about him. Because you never see, there's no emotion there in his face at all. Michael's a lot more related to um, Mrs. Voorhees than most of the other ones. Because he's not really too much like Jason. Because Jason becomes like crazy and supernatural. Which we see a trend of being like a lot lot later. Mrs. Voorhees, you also have the first person perspective. Mrs. Voorhees, do we get the breathing from her? Yes, yeah. the ch- 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 ah, ah, ah. oh yeah. So yeah. so uh-huh. I, I'd say those two are pretty closely connected. Yeah, I mean, but there is a whole supernatural <laughs> element with 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 Michael with a later sequel. 
In later ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah but if we're, if we're just focusing on the first one yeah. here, we're talking about the influence of it. Mm. I would say, I mean, you could you could definitely see the influence of the first Halloween on the first Friday the 13th yeah. and the type of choices they made and the point of view stuff and all that sort of stuff. And, and a lot of people like to cite back to the first Halloween about the point of view things and how that was kind of a big part of the first Halloween, but I'm like, but that was in Black Christmas, you know, that, it's not like... Those three are so closely connected. I feel like yeah. those three are almost their own little, like, microcosm of the early start of, like, slasher films. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because then everything else is how can we go a little bit more batshit crazy with it? Basically. Including the sequels to Halloween. Yeah. From what I've seen. And then you, you go all the way and you get to stuff like Child's Play where it's yes. a fucking doll, you know, I, you know. It's there's a, a a very clear and defined evolution between all of those movies, and it's, it's pretty interesting because you see how each one really formed the whole the whole picture. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this is just kind of like the middle image, basically. Um, but um, it was a pretty huge film for the time. Obviously, like a lot of people were like, "Okay, this is well," because. Being a holiday film, like the first holiday slasher, of course, was Black Christmas. Actually, I think Silent Night, Deadly Night came out before Black Christmas might have, um, but, or, no, or around the I same time. I think Black Christmas came first. Did it? I was about to say, I don't feel like... I can, the, I can the go get got... my vinyl copy of Silent Night, Deadly Night soundtrack <laughs> and have a look. <laughs> Oh no! I'm thinking. Of, I think I, there's there was some other Christmas horror film that I'm thinking of that, yeah. that I think came out pretty close to Black Christmas. Jack Frost. Sure. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but Halloween, Halloween is the first ha- like Halloween themed like slasher film, and that makes sense for those two to go together. That's just like it just makes more sense uh, for it to be Halloween themed, and I think that was like one of the huge reasons why it did so well because it came out around Halloween. Because um, people don't want to go watch a horror movie around Christmas in general. No. I mean, you, us, us three, yes, but the normal, normal people, quote unquote, regular what, you know what I mean? Regular, <laughs> regular human beings in general probably wouldn't. Well, okay, so this is an interesting question then. So you and I are both kind of like meh on it, Chrissy. You like Halloween a lot. I, if this I, movie wasn't called, I say a oh, lot. Like I just. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot in comparison to you two, I okay. guess. Yeah. Okay, that, and more that's than, good enough for more, this question. More than us. <laughs> if it weren't called Halloween, even if it were set around Halloween, if it weren't called Halloween and didn't have that connection, would you give as much of a shit about it? I don't know. I may, I quite... I said the premise is fun and always good for like a when you're not wanting to pay attention too much to a film. So. <laughs> and that's the highest accolade you can get. <laughs> I would say, I would say, probably, definitely, wouldn't have done as well. If yeah, it if it, it wouldn't have day. done as well if it wasn't called Halloween. If it was called Labor Day, the movie, <laughs> <laughs> it's the same story, but just happens on September second. Not as big of a box office, you think? And he just like like Michael is not even dressed in a mask. He's just like he has like a fucking just a Jimmy Buffett shirt yeah. on. No, no, no. He's like he's like dressed up in all red. He's a fucking comrade, comrade Mike. Uh, <laughs> Where's this coming? Oh, I, okay, yeah, I yeah, get Labor yeah, Day. Yeah. Oh wow, no, I didn't want to make it this political. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> God, I can't use Memorial Day either. What holiday doesn't have any undertones at all? Fucking Earth, <laughs> Earth Day. The Earth, Earth Day. Day killer. Earth Day. He plants trees in your skull. <laughs> <laughs> he waits three years for you to die. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it definitely wouldn't have done as well if it wasn't Halloween themed, personally. But I do think... I do think a large part of it is Michael, too, just as a character. As I said before, he's, like, the first kind of, like, faceless, non-talking, like, uh, deliberate, stealthy-type killer uh, that we see in in a slasher film. I think Michael's big draw just comes from his design, which is weird, because I think that's creepy. Because you see that similar design in, like, Hush that came out Mm. recently, and you see just the white face killer Mm -hmm. is kind of, like, a big... A scary thing that I think people latch on to, which is funny because this is like what an undyed William Shatner mask. No, it's yes. a, isn't that what painted, it? It's a white painted, like they painted, they spray painted it white and spray painted the hair because it was like originally blonde or something. Yeah, but it is a William yeah. Shatner mask. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought was interesting. What is his hair in the movie? Is it orange? No, it's like dark brown. Yeah, it's dark brown. Oh, okay. I always thought it was orange. No, it's dark brown. It or was orange really. in one, though, no. I'm pretty sure. In one, it's accident- in one of them, it's accidentally orange, and in one of them, there's a throwback to the fact it was a blonde wig. Okay. Huh. Well, there you go. <laughs> Interesting. But yeah, so I think it's the design that makes Michael stand out so much, because yes. it's definitely, it's iconic, it's easily recognizable, for the same reason that Jason's really iconic, because everyone knows Jason. They don't really know the original Friday the 13th, which we've talked about before. No one remembers Mrs. Voorhees. Everyone just remembers Jason, primarily for the fact that he's wearing a hockey mask and looks like fucking Casey Jones. Never remembers, like, fucking Needle Fingers Freddy over here. And But yeah, but no one remembers Billy, because he doesn't have a face yeah. or recognizable yeah, appearance. Yeah, Billy doesn't... Yeah, because you don't see Billy, people yeah. don't remember him. First impressions, I guess. And, and then even Leatherface, Leatherface doesn't have an iconic design. It changes he is every no, I mean, film. That's one thing. And also, he's just gross. And no one really wants to remember him. Everyone knows he's covered in skin. And he's carrying a chainsaw. But beyond that, eh. Like, what's he, what... You don't know, like, the curves of his face. You don't know what hair color he has. You don't know... You don't know what he really what color. looks like. Yeah, and you don't know, like, what color shirt is he wearing? Like, Freddy's wearing red and green, you know what I mean? Or, like, fucking Jason's in a, like, what, big green overcoat thing? Yeah, he is in later films. Never mind. Bad example. He is in later films. <laughs> Jason has many costume changes. More as, as many as fucking Padme. Um. As Padme? Are, we, are, are you dropping episode one on yeah. me right now? Um... Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, like Michael has the blue jumpsuit, or like slightly dark brown, depending on what film you're watching, and hair. Mm-hmm. But it's always uniform. He's always the the white yeah. face contrasts with this, like a solid color for his he's, body, which he's I pretty think, monochromatic. Yeah, which I think is noticeable. But other than that, other than like just that iconic image, I don't know why Michael's so popular. Um, to be sequels. Yeah, money, money. Yeah, money is a large part of it, and I, I don't know. There's just something about an emotionless white face that just freaks you out. Yeah, Yeah. you know, like Mitch McConnell or something. Like who? Mitch McConnell. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) there's a line that Doctor Loomis says. He's, it's like, I've looked into those eyes, and they're the devil's eyes. I think because yes. Michael represents the boogeyman, and especially during the seven, like late seventies, Michael yeah. represented 
everything, you know, all those serial killers that were around, you know. And the was was it was the seventies and the, and the oh, fear sorry, of like just your your sleepy hometown having one crazy murderer, and then you know that's that's the thing. It's <laughs> a fear. And that's the thing. What was I, I? I don't know anything about serial killer lore, as I've said before. Was seventies big for serial, serial killers, like real life serial killers? <laughs> yes. Okay. It yeah. was the largest era for serial killers. Yeah, yeah. There were so Between many like, famous serial killers that were in the seventies, man. Shit. Yeah, it's like, like all like of the, the biggest serial killers. Yeah. So I, I never associated a year with any of them. I know who a lot of them are and what their deal was. A and large stuff, part but... of them were like seventy seven, seventy eight. Yeah. Uh, uh, that was like the most active time, I would say, for him. Huh. Uh, but yeah, 70s was a huge, huge time for serial killers. It was the golden age of serial killers, really. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately. But so I guess, okay, so then that might be. See, I didn't really know that. So that plays into another reason why Michael and why this movie probably were as popular as they were. Yeah. It's just possible. a social zeitgeist around. The boogeyman, the, yeah. the guy that wants right. to come and stab yes. stab. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it could be a huge part of it. Totally. I think another part of it was music. Uh, mm. I think the music that John Carpenter came up for it is obviously iconic at this point. It was so important to setting the atmosphere mm -hmm. of the whole movie. And, uh, and the I, color orange. Sure. Sure, why not? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, just that main Halloween theme, everybody knows that song, mm -hmm. you know? Even if, they, if people might know it and not even know what movie it goes to. Terminator, Exorcist, Halloween. Three of my favorites. Well, yeah. yeah. As far as, like, horror-related movies go. Yeah. Uh, also, all, interestingly, all of those uh, are not in 4-4. Um, actually, the Exorcist one might be. I can't remember. Tubular Bells. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's, I think the music was a, a large part of it. It plays a real huge role in setting the whole stage and, uh, giving you that atmosphere. And I think, you know, cause like having great theme music really does help, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah um, nah, I'm trying to undo chords because I think it's making my lights go funny. But, um, your lights have been funny this whole time. Yeah, I know. I've, been la I've been laughing hysterically. Um, <laughs> Carpenter literally admits that he kind of stole some of the soundtrack for, not stole, but, um, creatively took inspiration from Goblin's soundtrack for Suspiria and... Actually, yeah, that, ooh, I can and, totally um, hear that. And yeah. The Exorcist. I mean, yeah. definitely, I heard The Exorcist, you know... Uh, DNA in there. I didn't. I haven't seen the original Suspiria in a little bit, so I don't remember exactly what. The yeah, no, like I could totally hear that Goblin soundtrack. In yeah, it for sure. Because yeah, the main theme to Suspiria is similar. It's it's fairly similar. But yeah, he still came back and created something totally new with it. Yeah, and and, no, I, and yeah. just those heavy synth in their own right, you hear that and you're almost like, ooh, Halloween. Ah, uh, the you know yeah, <laughs> the the movie that you were thinking of was Silent Night, Bloody Night. By the way, that's that, what I was thinking of. Yes, which is yes. very similar to Silent Night Deadly Night. Yeah, yeah. So you can't can't fault me for thinking those two are the same. Does thing. it have Does it have Garbage Day in in both? Is that science <laughs> scene re recreated? Please, Garbage Day. <laughs> oh, and it was co-produced by Uncle Lloydy. Oh, oh there, really? Oh, well, there you go. Wait, uh, was this one the early one that predate? Wait, yeah, the the, yeah, the predate a, one. Oh, yeah, okay. nineteen seventy-two. Yeah, 
Damn. We'll talk about it one day. <laughs> that's a, that's an interesting one for us to go go down a road about. But uh, besides the music, I mean, and, and let's talk about like themes. I would say of, of this film because we talk a lot about themes in slasher films, and obviously one of the biggest themes themes that we always talk about in slasher films is sex. But even so, and I'm just prefacing the whole conversation with this. We even mentioned at the top, this film does a really bad job of like giving a shit about themes. The, like theme it's surface- absent, uh, the themes are absentee parents and teenagers boning. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's just, it's kind of on the face of it. It doesn't delve too deep. It, it really is just, hey, you're not watching your kids. It's 3 a.m. Where are your kids? Oh, Michael shoved a knife in their face. Like, it... Because you wanted to bone. I don't know. Like, But the thing <laughs> is, like, the thing is, is, like, so in the movie, Annie is the first to die, right? Annie's the first one to go. Mm-hmm. But and she's she, not doing anything. But yeah. she isn't having sex. Yeah. Yeah. But she is... She's not having sex, though. That's the thing. Is like, If you want to make the argument that uh, nobody dies until sex starts, I mean, Annie isn't even having sex. And that's sex. what I'm saying. So, like, the, the overall themes of this movie kind of get muddled. And that, that, that's the only theme I really can come up with other than... Yeah... Um, un, unsupervisory parents. Like, yeah. where are your parents? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, it is about family. It's about a, a... Well, because, I mean, it parallels, like, that whole night that uh, mm-hmm. Michael killed his, his uh, sister, who she was babysitting him, but was, like, off having sex and kind of ignored him. So it's I, that's kind of like where it's supposed to tie back in. It's like, oh, it's, she's she's killing babysitters because they're off having sex instead of watching children. You know, it's like mm. it's, you're, they're trying to tie it in in that very you know uh, succinct way, I guess. But mm. it's pretty loose he's still. Just even kind of killing, like he's just he's he's just killing. Oh boy, to quote the intellectual show, yes, the thank intellectuals. You, yes. Oh boy, thank you for. Thank you for Krabopolis Michael Myers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, here I go but, uh, again. This is, this is just this thing. He just likes killing. I just, I just want to say thank you for acknowledging my gigantic intellect. Okay, <laughs> just, I want to make sure. I, I just want to thank you. The, just so the show we're all on the for, same the page. Show for <laughs> To be fair, you have to have a pretty high IQ to understand Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> there are people who probably think that don't. Oh. oh man! Well, I guess one 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 thing I was saying is so yeah so the girl what, what what's her name that dies when Annie. Annie. Annie so she's not the first kill the the sister is definitely the first kill and that has all the themes it has the themes of um absent parents and sex I think I can't remember Annie's on the phone or something when like with one of her friends no she's right? in the car yeah she's in remember, the car in the car she's in the car when she dies yeah. Totally. Oh wait, I might be thinking of the 2018 one. God you damn might, it. You might. We be. watched these two close together. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know them. <laughs> yeah. No, she's she's in the car. No, you're you're it's, thinking it's of PJ Souls' character's death. He's on the phone. Yeah. Delory. Yeah, she oh, is okay. on the phone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Just you're right. It is kind of loose with the themes. Yeah. And it. One thing to say about this movie is while it does have the same aspects. Of like sex and family as other films, uh, it might just exist to be a fun horror film. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, th- there's always that 
aspect that you have to consider is maybe they aren't trying to say anything. Maybe it's just a movie. Carpenter's, <laughs> as much as Carpenter is one for themes, he's also like, fuck it. And the, other, <laughs> the other thing I will mention is that I think that Michael Myers is one of those few slasher characters that has a more grounded background. Like, Leatherface and Billy both have grounded backgrounds. Billy way more than Leatherface. Leatherface was meant to be tied into a real thing, even though it wasn't. Well, you don't really know Billy's background necessarily. Mm. But he's still down to earth yeah. in that he's he's d- definitely is troubled. He's, a, he's more and, human. Yes. Yes. Michael is meant to be that. Michael's not meant to be supernatural, at least in this first one. Michael's not meant to be supernatural, not really meant to be over the top. He is a troubled child. But he yeah. just... So, he's also the personification of evil. So yes. he is... <laughs> like, I agree. He's meant to Children literally be like the personification of like hate and evil and everything. Everything, everything against the family. Okay, I'll, yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah, And I also think that he's attracted to his own M.O. in that he is yeah. mentally insane, you know what I mean? Yeah. So he killed his sister before. He's obviously seeking out killing younger he women. He just likes and... killing. <laughs> yeah, true. Younger women and men that are with them is where I was going with that. Yeah. So, I don't know. That, that's kind of my take. Loose themes, but themes, but not good themes, but same insane man. And he has a knife. So, so let's talk about... Because we, we talked about this when we talked about, I believe, Friday the 13th, when we talked about that Halloween has the most sequels, I think, of any slasher franchise. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Has the most sequels, has the most remakes, has the most whatever the fuck you want to say. Just movies in the franchise. Patooey. The, there is so many <laughs> movies in this franchise that, as far as the fan realm is considered, there's actually five timelines. Because um, there's like the original timeline, uh, which is uh, one, two, four, five, and six, and then there's the there is the timeline with just one in the 2018 one, and there's just all types of shit. I can like I Legend can tell you Zelda? all the timelines because I have them right here. Go right, so, go right okay, ahead. Which one's Ganon and which one is? Um, I think. Well, technically, at the moment, the current timeline that's canon is Halloween. Halloween 2018 and sequels. The ones that are coming out. Halloween Kills. Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. I fucking hate those titles. (laughs) They're bad titles. The first timeline, which is the the original timeline, obviously is Halloween, Halloween 2, Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers, Halloween 5, The Revenge (laughs) of Michael Myers, and Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers, even though it's like Halloween 6. But they didn't put six. Yeah. Actually, there's a lot of things I enjoy about Curse of Michael Myers, and I don't know why. If I know someone that's been to the house that's in that one. Um, the timeline two is just Season of the Witch, obviously. Right, yeah. Because it's a completely separate movie, yeah. Timeline three is Halloween, Halloween 2, H2O, 20 years later. And Halloween Resurrection. Resurrection. Oh my god, Halloween Resurrection is so bad. <laughs> Halloween. Isn't, that, isn't so that the one where um, Buster Rhymes kills Michael Myers? Yes. Yeah. 
Okay, shit, I have to watch this one yeah, now. Are you, you what, you've never seen me? Resurrection? No. Yeah, Buster Rhymes is in Resurrection. I was about to say that like, I've yeah. seen two out of all of the movies you're talking about, and it's Halloween and Halloween 2018. <laughs> you've seen Season of the Witch, haven't you? Well, that, that I'm not really counting that, because we're talking about Michael Myers. But it's Halloween. Yeah. But yes, I have seen three. You're, yeah. you're okay. uh, everyone's favorites, and actually two of them. I actually really enjoy these, because I'm garbage. But, um... <laughs> Timeline, so, four so timeline 4 is the remakes from 2007 and 2009 that Rob Zombie did, which are straight oh, remakes of 1 and 2. Yeah, I don't like I don't like the Rob Zombie ones. I'll I'll say that. What's wrong with them? Okay, so g- give me your take on what's like, wrong with them and give me your take on what 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 is good about them because I don't know anything. I just know Rob Zombie's music is kind of unappealing to me. And that's he doesn't all really I know put about his Rob own Zombie. music in that film, thank God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In general, I, I just, I don't like a whole lot of Rob Zombie stuff. It's mostly just kind of that. Uh, it has kind of like a try-hard quality to me, it, like that. I just don't enjoy. Like I, it's just got that kind of like. There's some sort of like weird gross veneer over it that I I don't like. I, it's hard to describe why I don't well, like. I've Rob seen Zombie a bit stuff, of Devil's but, Rejects, and I kind of know where you're coming yeah. from. But Chrissy, did did they do? The ha- Halloween the, the same way as Halloween ha- did Halloween. It's it's <laughs> uh, it's basically a, a complete like almost shot for shot remake, just with Rob Zombie being Rob Zombie. Over <laughs> it. Would, there, there's a there, <laughs> but yeah, I find the I find the um the Laurie. T- the lorries are annoying, yes. but I find the Michael actually scary. Okay. Because yeah. he's a huge muscle mass, because I think he's played by an, an old wrestler. Yes. Oh, shit, yeah, he okay. He's huge, he has a huge hulking muscle mass that is genuinely terrifying, and Malcolm McDowell as Dr. Loomis yes. is just fucking hilarious. Oh, there's, shit, I didn't know Malcolm McDowell was yeah, in it. Okay. He totally is. That sells it for there, me a little there's bit There's definitely more. things about the first one that I like. Okay. I'll say that. Also, Halloween 2 by the Misfits is in the first one. Oh, really? <laughs> so, automatically, <laughs> it gets a pass for, for using an obscure Misfits yes. song. But uh, the, uh, one of the other things I do like about the first Rob Zombie film is I like the kid. I like the kid who plays young mm. Michael Myers a lot. I think he plays yeah. a good, a good like, kid from a damaged home type type sort of Yeah, and character. especially as, like, you can really tell that the family is, like, Typical Rob Zombie fucked up trailer. Right? Yes, and and the kid actually has like a personality. Like he has like a real yeah. like there is actual character there, and and like you see how he becomes what he becomes more clearly than hmm. you see in the original movie. See, I don't know if I yeah. like that. That does seem like a Rob Zombie thing that probably I would dismiss and say I don't like because yeah, I don't like this weird trailer trash aesthetic that he does in everything. Yeah, that's I, just his I, thing. I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that appealing? I think that's because that. I think that might be his own upbringing. Maybe I don't really know too much about Rob oh, Zombie. So maybe I okay. Comment. I won't shit on it too much, but, but I don't like Sons of Anarchy. I mean, look, you're gonna see <laughs> Sherry Moon Zombie's tits anyway. It's a <laughs> zombie film. You're gonna see his wife's tits. Oh God! No. The areas he makes movies. Just to let his to show off his wife. <laughs> God. Um. But what's what's timeline five then? Uh, timeline five is the current timeline. Oh, that's Halloween. Halloween twenty eighteen. Okay, gotcha. Okay, yeah. So one would be one, two, four, five. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah I so got you, confused. And there's yeah, somewhere in there too. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm very confused already. Um, 
But we, why did they do it like that? Has anyone said why this happened? Money. Well, yes, money. Money. Yeah, yeah, money. Yeah, money. money but... People demanded that Jamie Lee Curtis come back. People demanded that they have Michael Myers come back after Halloween Three. People demanded this. He wasn't. I said he wasn't going to do a sequel, but they demanded Halloween Two. Yeah. So, and then the studio took over and just made fucking sequels because they thought. Ooh, Friday's doing well with sequels. And Nightmare's doing well with sequels. Yep. Sequels. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Hollywood. God. I'm turning yeah. into <laughs> fucking Mike Classer. That yeah. does take kind of the wind out of my ass, because I was like, is there a reason that they decided he needed money to have all of this weird frauds. shit? <laughs> it's always money. It's always money with money slashers, Money, and man. the fact that they're all hack frauds. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's depressing. Because, I mean... Not that Halloween is the one franchise I thought would be pure in some way. <laughs> it's just depressing that it's like, they didn't have like a, and I guess because there's so many timelines, it's obvious, they didn't have like a, uh, an actual plan around how to construct any of this. And it wasn't like an accidental franchise, like Friday the 13th. Right. It They kind of, well, you said that they kind of demanded Michael come back. So right. in a way it was accidental. I guess, but not not, not in, the, in same, the same sense. Yeah, not in the same sense that Friday the Thirteenth was. But yeah, I I guess I don't know. There's a oh. lot of stuff to di- to dive into the franchise here, and I don't want to get too deep into it. But just know that there's a lot to there's. This is a small morsel. Yeah. Fr- from it, you know, there's a lot of stuff here. Um, and it sounds like we might talk about the 2018 one uh, at a later date as its yeah. own film. The twenty the 2018 mm. one. There's a lot of things I didn't like about it either. I mean, I, there is a lot of like like franchise baiting in it, like kind of like oh yeah, it's definitely franchise baiting because it's a Blumhouse yeah. production, right? Yeah, I just didn't like a lot of it. I, I felt like a lot of it just kind of fell off. I didn't like the way Lori uh, evolved in in this movie. Like I didn't. Feel oh, like... I, I I love her fucking not job personality. I love yeah. it. It like, was hard for me to to. to she just became Sarah Connor. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Like, yeah, it was hard for me to wrap my head around the lorry from that one. And then, of course, we have such a big gap of time. You know, in the other timelines, um, they, there's, like, sequels in between. In this one, there's such a big gap of time between how this high school turn, student turns into a doomsday prepper. You're like, what the fuck yeah. is going on? And it kind of threw me off a little bit. Like, And to be perfectly honest, there wasn't too much at all about 2018 that I liked. I thought it was boring as hell and stupid. <laughs> and I, I just like... Tell us I you really enjoyed it, but I need to... I really enjoyed it, but I did only see it the once. Okay. So yeah. I haven't revisited it, so I don't know how I feel now almost a year later. Right. right. And I, I generally agree with Isaac on this one. I, I'm not a huge fan of the 2018 one. I feel like there's a lot of bad choices that they made about it. Uh, I feel like a lot of it, like I said, was, was franchise bait. I feel like, uh, I don't know, some of it just felt phoned in. It didn't feel like, it just didn't it, feel as strong as it should have. I guess it, it made me laugh at the time when it was franchise baiting because <laughs> at the time they didn't have franchise rights. Because Carpenter had only said they could do one. But because it did so well, Carpenter gave them the right to do more. And I was really annoyed that he gave them the right to do more because I wanted that ending to be solid. Like, the ending... I did like how it parallels the ending, though, of of Halloween 1978 with it being ambiguous. Because at the time, you don't know if he's actually lived or died. Right. Yeah. You just know that the body's gone. Right. 
and I think there are a lot of parallels. Like I think that's the whole theme oh, of the yeah, 2018 it's one because when you have her looking out the window reboot. and she sees she sees Lori instead of Michael and stuff like that. And I guess to a certain degree, I think that uh, it's interesting that they're painting Jamie Lee Curtis's character Lori as kind of the the villain of her own daughter. Mm. Like she had Michael yeah. as the villain and the boogeyman, and right. but she had her mother growing up as the villain and the boogeyman. It is an interesting, and that's an interesting dichotomy. Yeah. That, like you're just like, oh, that would have sucked to have a mom like that. Yeah, I would have been scared too and think that was shitty. But it's then Michael, a soft reboot. Yeah, let's be honest, it's a soft reboot of that one. Like there yeah. is so much of it that is similar. Right. So I don't know. Uh but again, not a huge fan. I will. I do want to see Halloween Kills. So yeah. I'm sorry that they didn't make a better name for you. Chrissy. Yeah, I, I, I do. I, I, obviously, I'm going to see the sequels because I am a glutton for fucking punishment. And <laughs> is Blumhouse still doing the sequel? Yeah, Blumhouse. Yeah, uh, yeah Blumhouse yeah. are doing it. It's the same team as well who did Halloween okay. 2018. So fine. I. Uh... <laughs> Basically, all I'm going to say is I'm going to go in with no expectations. Oh, yeah, no, I had no expectations for Halloween 2018, so I went in completely with no expectations, because I was like, they'll either fuck it up, or I'll be pleasantly okay with it. (laughs) Right. Which was how I left the theatre and went to the pub with my mate. I just went, we're okay with this. This is... It was okay. This didn't yeah. make me want to take a shit as soon as I came out of the theater <laughs> it, on the sidewalk in front of the theater. <laughs> the only expectation I went in with was it can't be as bad as Resurrection. True. And I was right. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. And I guess if that's if that's your bar that you're going to set, then you'll <laughs> never yeah, be disappointed. I, <laughs> I, I, I never have any bars anymore with the way that Hollywood's gone. The only mild bar I have is with it, and I know I'm going to regret having that bar if it's yeah. really shit. I mean, I, I feel like it might it might be pretty good, but you know, you I, never I know. I feel like it's going to be good, but then again, I also thought that the Force Awakens was going to be good. Okay, let's not talk about it anymore because we're all going to have our own opinions about it next oh, week. Yeah. So oh, yeah. let's yeah. uh let's simmer down a second. And <laughs> I'm just uh, saying that, you know, going to films like like these with expectations is bad. Yeah, any yeah, it, that, that's probably a good lesson is any horror film that you go into with an expectation, you're going to be disappointed because unless it's like one of the best ones that you've ever seen or one it's of the fa- best ones that you know has Halloween. been critically received. Especially with Halloween, because... Before I watched it, all I knew was it was this big... Everyone was scared of Michael Myers. It was this big horror movie. Yeah. And I, when I saw it for the first time, I was like, that's okay. I liked it. Yeah. It and, wasn't and, Freddy. Yeah. And I came away the exact opposite. Like, yeah, I had such a big expectation for it. But I went in and I saw it and was like, oh... I'm bored. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, wait, it was just, that it? <laughs> it just didn't have anything yeah, for it me. It certainly has more hype. Yeah. So yeah. And please don't, man. please just fucking, fucking just crucify us, whatever. Opinions. No, yeah. it's fine. No, I mean, there's definitely, there can't, we can't be the only people out there that think Halloween is there's boring. There's no way. There's that no, we're no the fucking only way possible. Bad. Yeah. So it's like, yes, it's, it is an, an important piece of how slashers got to be where they are. And the important piece of how the slasher villain has evolved to the point where he or she is. But Halloween's not 
the holy grail of movies. Right, yeah. exactly. It's not yeah. the best Halloween movie. Also, it's not the best slasher movie ever. Bloody well, disgusting. Okay, so after we slightly crucified it, uh, what, what, are, what are some of our favorite moments about it, at the very least? God, my yeah, favorite I know moment. That a YouTuber, it came oh. up in my um, okay, interesting choice. Recently, a YouTuber interesting did it like two, three yeah. weeks ago, and I was like, "How we did it first? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Joker existed. Yeah, yeah no, the Joker totally existed before that, but uh, yeah, we did it before they were. We did it before it was cool, guys. <laughs> we love y'all. Okay. Six-year-old can't stab. I just see that as a as a headline. <laughs> Him knife too big. He no, he not get. Six-year-old can't stab. Exactly. Sister lives. <laughs> uh, no. It, okay. So it's telling that my favorite moment almost comes from another movie. Oh. My favorite moment is the scene where the death scene where the guy hangs down from the doorway and, oh, yeah, and yeah, is yeah. dead. The only reason I like that scene so much is because that's one of the scenes they play when they watch Halloween in Scream. Yeah, it is one of the best kills. Though <laughs> it's like one it of is. the only good kills. But it's the only good. reason I like it is because ah, that's in the movie I actually like. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the only good kills. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, that's why that's my favorite. I feel bad. I mean, there are good scenes. I love the scene where they're smoking pot in the car and then they try mm. to get the smell out so uh, her dad yeah. won't find out. But that's a scene I could find in any other, like, coming of age yeah, drama. Yeah. Find that fucking Daisy Confused <laughs> exactly. or something. Like, so, any like, a Kevin lot of my... Smith film. And also, yeah, right. yeah, her getting stuck in the window. Fucking hilarious. Yeah. I love that fucking scene. Mm. None of it relates to Michael Myers. None of it is horror related. Those are my favorite scenes. <laughs> okay, so I'll say that my favorite scenes in particular are really all of the opening scenes where he's just kind of standing watching her. Mm. Like, I, I, if I want to get serious about it, and, the, and one of the things that I actually liked about the movie is that I, I like a lot of the, the early scenes where he's just kind of stalking, because mm -hmm. yeah. uh, I feel like they're done really well. I like the heavy breathing. I like the first person point of view. I like, uh, I like where he's standing there next to the the drying laundry, and then suddenly he's not there. Like mm. I just like those scenes. This you pointed really out good. the one where he's next to that uh, kind of like bush wall, yes. like on the sidewalk. The, the, I had to do it to him. Scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the camera work and stuff is really good. Yes. So that makes sense. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. That's my favorite stuff from from the movie. That's what I would say. Um, so what what are our final thoughts here? You should see it. You definitely, definitely should see it. it. It is a classic for a reason, but it's not as it's not as classic as Friday or Nightmare or Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, or Child's I would, Play. I would, I would say go into it watching it, not expecting like the horror classic that everybody's built it up to be. Yeah. Just go into it watching watching it and say, "I want to watch this slasher film from the late seventies, and this is what it is." You know, it's not anything like it's not going to blow your fucking socks off. It is. It's a movie. It's a. It's an enjoyable movie. Yeah, and as we said, but earlier, it is a little boring. And it is a classic film, like we said before. Yes. Don't go in thinking like it's not over the top. It's not what we would consider today as a slasher film. This one actually does make you actually have to sit and watch, and you're not going to be treated to a kill a minute. You're not going to get jump scares. You're not going to get. A lot of things that a lot of horror fans expect from staples of the horror genre today. Mm. Yes. 
uh, it sounds like, from what y'all said, you know, the Rob Zombie one probably did modern horror to Halloween in a way that modern viewers would understand a little bit better. It, yeah. And if you saw the Rob Zombie one first and then went back and watched the original Halloween, you might be a little turned off because you're like, wait, why did these two don't even match? Because the old Halloween is really trying. It's an it's an old style film. Mm. It's an it's a definitely an old style horror film, but it's not scary or in my opinion it's not fun and i yeah. don't like it yeah that's <laughs> kind of our rob zombie yeah. did try to make it at least scary to what would have been scary in the 2000s like like 2000s mm. before like two, like 2007 it's scary for 2007 and I guess it comes down to another one of those things of product of the time. Because mm. if, if we take into account what was scary in the 70s as far as serial killers true. and stuff like Home that. Home Invasion. Goes, yeah. Yeah, true. That would have been scary. And that's always scary. I mean, yeah. that, and, and at that time, with, with the lack of technology and with the, the lack of transportation and being able to... That's one thing, is you can't communicate with your people in this movie. Yeah, you know what I mean? You can't, you can't, give, you can't shoot with text. Wow, so right. yeah. we don't see that. You're like, this guy's in my house. Do I get out now? And like, as you type on your phone, and they're like, yeah, you should get out. And you're like, okay, yeah. and you leave. Michael has nobody to kill anymore because you're already down the block, right? Yeah, yeah what are you going to use, like flashlight signals or <laughs> something? Um, they, they, they bring that up in 2018 as well. They, it's, or, it's obviously done for a more modern age. Yeah. Yeah. So, but definitely watch it. I'm not trying to deter anyone from watching. I just don't think it's going to be amazing. That's just me. Yep. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay that it is a classic and it's not amazing. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. Okay. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. That's all we have for this week, and we'll, uh, we'll hopefully be back next week. We're trying. Yeah. Yeah, we're trying. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to hear what my days are next week. Yeah. We but. are. All you can rely on us to be doing is our goddamn best. Yeah. <laughs> and, and next our, uh, week. We. Yeah, our next few our, our next few episodes, uh, even if we're not sure how long it's going to take for them to come out, are going to be really good. They're going to be they're going to be some I'm new stuff. For the yeah. next one, just because I'm we're trying to weeb. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, spoilers! We're talking about weeb shit, guys. Yeah, we're talking about weeb <laughs> shit. But we're yeah. not going to tell you. Exa- yeah. Yeah, we saw that. We were like, oh, shit. We did. We did perp. (laughs) Yeah, fuck you. We did perfect blue first. You can suck our dick. It's or, a movie that you that anyone could purchase and watch at any time, and it possibly they had it on a list to do, but <laughs> we did it b- before them, so that... We probably had it on our list first, but... <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway... Oh my god. Thank you for all for listening. This has been wonderful. Yay! And uh, we'll, let you, we'll let you know when the next one comes out. Clap-de-clap-clap! Clap. Bye!